All right, thank you. Konosatatu. <laughs> First Timothy chapter 1, <laughs> the word of God tonight. First Timothy chapter 1. Precious time down at Avoca. Brought back lots of memories 19 years ago. First time stepping foot on that place. And uh, just a regular place, and yet very special, beautiful place, but made very special because God showed up. <laughs> and uh, thank the Lord for the sweet time he gave uh, uh, us down there in these last couple of days. And uh, the hungry hearts. And uh, now, uh, very grateful to uh, be with you all tonight. As the Lord brings us to mind, appreciate your prayer. Be uh, back home to my home church in Ann Arbor for a meeting, uh, Sunday through Wednesday, and then on to the country of Myanmar uh, for a couple of meetings. And always need that divine hand of God. Good to see you tonight. Second Timothy chapter 1, in the word of the living God tonight. What a verse. Second Timothy 1 verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. These are the words of God. This is truth. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love. And of a sound mind. I want to speak tonight on overcoming fear. Let's pray. Lord, we do thank you for the opportunity of this midweek service. Lord, I thank you for LifeGate and your blessing and hand on this church over the years. For this pastor, for this people. And now, Lord, tonight we need a fresh breath from heaven. Spirit of God, would you give life to the truth? Would you quicken it to our hearts? And Lord, I pray that you would instill in us the faith to lay hold on the truth of these amazing words. Lord, do it in a way that makes a radical difference. I do plead the blood, Lord, protect us from the attack of the evil one who doesn't like being exposed like this verse exposes. And so, Lord Jesus, again, we claim our position in you at the throne far above the enemy. And in your great name, exercise your authority over any powers of darkness that would seek to hinder in this hour and trust you that that not be allowed. Lord, tonight may we see you and realize that truly you are far greater than all else. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have you ever woken up early, too early, <laughs> and as you're just lying there, thoughts begin to go through your brain, your mind, and you begin to dread Dread may be some aspect of work that's taking place and there's tension. Dread may be some problem that you're having with uh, uh, something in your home, uh, some relationship with spouse or with children. Dread may be because there are bills to pay and you can't figure it out yet how they are going to be paid on time. And uh, maybe, dread in, uh, maybe dread in regard to blowing it, that there's, you know, well, I've got this habit that I've had and yes, I've been in victory, but and all of a sudden this dread comes, oh, I'm going to blow it. That dread quickly becomes fear. And if you don't deal with it, you have a miserable day. <laughs> but it is not of God. <laughs> For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, the spirit of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. You see, God has not given us the spirit of fear. It's not just talking about an attitude. It's the enemy, the spirit of fear. But he has given. See, that's a gift. He has given us 
the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, of power, His power, His love, and His soundness. If He's given us the Spirit of power and of love and a sound mind, we need to take the gift <laughs> to overcome the spirit of fear. How does this all work? Tonight, I want us to just ask two major questions and let the answers to those questions guide us through our study tonight. First of all, why does the enemy attack with the spirit of fear? Obviously, for the inspired text to say God has not given us the spirit of fear indicates that there are times when we have the spirit of fear. <laughs> In other words, there is this spirit that comes. There is this, this attack uh, from the unseen world, from the dark world, from uh, that realm, the spiritual realm, that is uh, uh, the, uh, uh, where uh, evil spirits come and attack. Why the spirit of fear? Well, they know something. Fear steals or robs you of peace. And so Jesus said in John 14, 1, in John 14, 27, Fear not, let not your heart be troubled. You see, fear robs you of peace. You're now troubled. You're no longer at rest. You don't have peace. You're troubled. And if you lose your peace, then you lose your joy. Proverbs 12.20 says, To the counselors of peace is joy. See, there's a connection. You see, fear robs you of peace, and peace robs you of joy. And if you lose your joy, you lose your strength. Nehemiah 8.10, The joy of the Lord is your strength. What Satan is after is your strength. That's where he's headed. That's the whole point. The spirit of fear comes, and if we don't deal with it, that robs us of peace. Now we're troubled, and when you're troubled, you don't have joy. And when you don't have joy, you don't have the strength of the Lord. You have then detached yourself, as it were, ignoring the provision that's available, but you're missing out on it. And you know what happens? When you lose your strength, you get defeated. That's why Satan is ultimately after our strength. And to get there, he comes with the attack of fear, that dread and that fear, and you're, you're lying there and you're just dreading the day and fearing the day and all the things, the circumstances, the tensions, uh, the fear of blowing it, and all of this just seems overwhelming. Why? Uh, because then that robs you of peace. Now you're troubled, and then that robs you of joy. Now you don't have strength. So you've been robbed of strength, and if you don't have strength, then... Down you go. So that's why the enemy attacks with the spirit of fear. Now the second major question. How do you overcome the spirit of fear? I will draw upon several thoughts that come throughout our New Testament. First of all, this is the biggie. Remember your, your provision. We dealt with this a few nights ago at Avoca. Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 and 27 lets us know that when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you are baptized into Christ and you are clothed and dued with Christ. Look, when you got saved, God placed you into Jesus and Jesus placed his spirit into you. Remember your provision. You are in Christ, and Christ is in you. Ian Thomas, Major Ian Thomas from Great Britain, used to put it this way. Jesus gave his life for you, that he might give his life to you, 
that he might live his life through you. See, there's our provision. We're in him and he's in us. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Remember who is in you. Remember who you're in and remember who is in you. You see, Jesus died so that you and I might experience his abundant life. And for us to ignore that provision is really downplaying and minimizing his work at the cross. He died that you and I might have and experience his abundant life. And in his life there is that abundancy, there is that fruit of the Spirit which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and all of that is a part of that abundant life. So remember your provision. You are in Jesus. Jesus is in you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have the overcomer. You have the victor on your side. You're in him, and he's in you. Secondly, reject the spirit of fear. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves therefore to God. In other words, lay hold on the provision. Remember the provision. Submit, yield to, trust the provision. Then it says, resist the devil. Then it promises, and he will flee from you. Amen. Do you know that's true? And it's not based on how old you are or how mature you are in the Lord. If you are a child of God, you're in Jesus and he's in you. And therefore you have access to his authority over the enemy. And when you submit yourself to him and resist the devil, he has to flee. A couple of years ago I saw a video of uh, one of those cameras that was in a convenience store, uh, kind of those little grocery stores connected to a petrol station, that kind of thing. And uh, there was a lady uh, working there behind the counter, and a man comes in, uh, pulls a gun. Of course, this was America. <laughs> and uh, he, at gunpoint, tells the lady to hand over the money. Well, this was a believer <laughs> in Jesus. And she said, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. <laughs> and she just kept saying it. In the name of Jesus, leave. This is on the video camera. This went viral. In the name of Jesus, leave. In the name of Jesus, put that gun down. In the name of Jesus, get out of here. You know what? He did. <laughs> And it's not an accident. And it's not because she was intimidating. He had a gun. <laughs> Friends, if you're in Jesus and he's in you, you are connected to the throne where Jesus sits, according to Ephesians 1, far above all principality and power. I remember when uh, my son, John, he's now 17, uh, back when he was in uh, elementary school, so maybe eight or nine, something like that. Uh, uh, we were home uh, for a, a little bit in the summertime that year. Uh, I think that's when this was. But at any rate, uh, he was in the uh, junior church program that we had there at our church, uh, Ann Arbor Baptist. And uh, uh, he had heard me preach on uh, our authority in Jesus, the throne seat, and uh, the authority over the enemy and so forth. And, uh, and one of the things that we uh, deal with in dealing with some of those subjects is that when things get excessive, recognize the enemy. He's a distorter. He's a deceiver. One of his tactics is to distort. And when there's excessive fear, when there's excessive anger, when there's uh, that excessiveness, the enemy is involved. Well, 
There was a little boy in the junior church that started biting the teacher. Well, that's excessive. <laughs> so my son told me later, he said, well, I remember what you preached, Daddy. And he, he, said, I said, he said, I just in my heart said, in the name of Jesus to the enemy, you got you to gotta get out of here. And he said, immediately the boy stopped doing it. You know, that's real. You see, friends, remember your provision so that you can reject the spirit of fear. And then thirdly, receive, which is the word for take, the gift of the spirit. God has not given us the spirit of fear. He has given us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That is his spirit. The spirit of power, that's the word, uh, you probably heard dunamis, it means ability. The spirit of God's ability to energize you with divine strength. Friends, we're not talking about human strength here, we're talking about divine strength. Our trust is not in the power of man, it is in the power of God. And you have been placed into Christ and his spirit is in you. So take the gift, he gave you that gift, the spirit is in you to lead you and to empower you. And when you yield to his leadership and you trust his power, then he imparts to you, he energizes you with divine life. And so we can take that spirit of power, that spirit of love, that love of God to prevent self-focus. And enable a focus on God and others. You know, when we're all self-focused, that's not, that's not love. <laughs> but you know, when you access God's love, not only is there a, a drawing out to God, there is a caring for those that are around you. God gives us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind, soundness of mind, to exercise wisdom in all of our dealings, but it's dealing with a, a, a controlled thinking, a, a self-discipline that comes from the mind. In other words, it's the spirit of self-discipline. In other words, it's spirit-energized control. It's not just us and our own strength trying to do this. No, it's taking the gift. God is in you, and there is available His power, His love, his soundness of mind so that you can make the right choices and have wise uh, uh, dealings with whatever you're facing. So we have the privilege. If you wake up early, too early, and this dread begins to hit you, that quickly becomes fear. And pretty soon you're thinking, oh man. I've had this happen many times. And I find myself audibly groaning. And sometimes Mary Lynn will go, what in the world's wrong? Because, <laughs> you know, you're just thinking about all this and you're dreading this stuff and you're just, ah. And there's these audible huh, groans. And God has uh, brought this truth to my attention. It's been a wonderful blessing. To just kind of set up in bed and you don't even have to set up. <laughs> helps me be a little bit more coherent from a practical standpoint and say, you know what? I reject this dread and fear. And Lord Jesus, you died that I might have abundant life. I am excited to see how you are going to overcome. And there is a peace and a joy and a soundness. You are free from that spirit of fear.
The song, songwriter said, what have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms, I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms. May we learn to take God's gift, the spirit of power and love and a sound mind, to overcome the spirit of fear, to grab a hold of the truth as we remember our provision and reject that dread. I reject that. Verbalize it. Lord, I'm taking you and I'm excited to see how you are going to overcome in this situation. And you immediately have a lift in your spirit and experience not only the joy of the Lord, but the strength that comes from his life and, uh, and wisdom being imparted to you. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Lord, I pray that you would bless your truth to our hearts. A simple truth, and yet a monumental truth. Lord, I would imagine there are some in this audience who are plagued with dread and fear from time to time. And Lord, I certainly have had moments of experiencing that. And still the enemy comes, but Lord, thank you that you have not left us without provision. That we are in you. That you are in us. And that you are almighty. That you are true love. And you are true soundness of mind. And Lord, may we reject the spirit of fear and take you and watch you work. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.